You gonna start this thing or what, yeah, Mike? Give me a hot minute. Oh, okay, geez. yeah, it's the holiday season. Let's get fired up. Welcome back. It's been that long, huh? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Hey, let's kick the dust off the uh, podcast here. You guys, long time no listen, long time no talk <laughs> for everybody here. It's been over a month since our last podcast. A lot has happened. Uh, we had Thanksgiving pass. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And we're on to the holiday season here. In the midst of Hanukkah, or has it ended? I don't know. It I think it, it, it ended. It was really early this year. I think it's over. Yeah. So the I don't uh, know why I know that. Yeah. Eight crazy nights are over, <laughs> and we're uh, speeding into the uh, Christmas season, and it's an exciting time. I know for anybody who's got kids, the kids are fired up. They're watching the Elf on the Shelf, and um, I dress up as Santa every night. Well, that's, you like to ring it in in a big way. So I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Melissa loves Mrs. That too. Claus. <laughs> you want some cookies? <laughs> uh but yeah so how you guys been um good man I, I i i don't know if i've really told the listeners but i you know i had covid and uh i'm still here i i fought through and uh it was touch and go there for a little bit and uh but somehow through watching you know netflix for 15 hours a day for mm-hmm. about two weeks and uh playing 17,000 games of ping pong with my son and whatnot um somehow seen to come out on the other side and uh i'm here you know when you say touch and go you mean like touch and go that you you and your family didn't kill each other no touch and go meant like i jacked off a lot because i had nothing else going on (laughs) i wasn't gonna bring that up but if you want to say it (laughs) do you need anything from the store we're out of jergens (laughs) we're out of jergens i'm gonna need some gauze pads because i think there's some sores that are forming (laughs) i'm dehydrated we need a case of water (laughs) and vaseline and I would get it, but I'm not allowed to get I can't leave, so if you could help me out that. And, uh, and a hustler, a new hustler. There's a new one out this month. <laughs> Make Vanessa buy all that stuff. Yeah. So uh, through this whole process, I mean, the poor kid. <laughs> so walk us through how he's experienced the last, like, 28 days. I mean, has, has just um, been Well, yeah, I mean, like, he's, he's back in school now, which is good. But, like, he just, you know, he literally, he never even got it, so... <laughs> That's the that's the shit of it. I mean, like he's quarantined. He never even had COVID. I mean, he got Vanessa was on a you know every day she was going to the library, the Kirtland Library. You can just pick up COVID tests for free. You know, as a community service. And I swear to God, Vanessa would like get three different tests every day. And like we've had more shit shoved up our nose in the last week than uh, most of everyone in the cast of Blow during you know. So how he would got tested a zillion times, like never had it. He he did get vaccinated, so that you know probably played a part. But take just, that doubters. But yeah, just bored out of his mind. Um, you know he he's doing wrestling now. He couldn't go to practice, couldn't see his buddies. So I just. He was just, you know, the day that uh, the hard, the best part for him and the worst, because it was worse because he had to wait forever, but he was finally allowed to go back to school maybe last week. And uh, before he could go back, Vanessa's like in- insisted that he, you know, take another test. And, you know, the 15 minutes of waiting, for, like it was literally the morning of <laughs> like going a, back. He would have been another 10 days. Uh, he, I, I don't know. Like he would just would have went berserk. Like <laughs> So he, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I, We'll get to talk about a couple other things, but I just imagine like after like you know one somebody comes home COVID 
another person comes from COVID and he's just like, wash your hands. Like, God, cover living, your mouth. I'm living people. with filthy hillbillies, is basically. <laughs> All right. As we mentioned, we're in the middle of the holiday season and I have cracked open a particularly festive uh, can of from Market Garden Brewery, who I love very much. Good scene um, in uh, Cleveland if you ever get a chance to go down there. Uh, this one weighs in at a 7.5%. It's called Festivus. It comes in a maroon uh, can, and it reads, Smooth and wholesomely malty with a bit of holiday spice and an elegant finish thanks to the caramelized wort and a bit <laughs> I can of taste brown the warts. sugar. Yeah, that does come through. <laughs> uh, nutmeg, that as well, and ginger. This beer is sure to make all those airing of the grievances worth hearing about festivus here's to you guys this to me tastes like you should plug it into a wall and, and just uh, aroma aromatize your house with and it maybe just put like cans in a bowl and cover it with water and heat it and it would just uh it yeah would just it's uh, I, i'm not a house. big fan of uh christmasy ales anyway i think i've like torched my taste buds so much with ipas over the last decade mm-hmm. that it's hard for me to really get any pleasure at all from drinking unless it's super hoppy and bitter and has an alcohol percentage of over eight. But juicy and hazy as yeah, well. Yeah, but it's and it's okay. It's just like too. It's very sweet. Um, yeah. The what the, the Market Garden has the Guardian on it, doesn't it? From like the they're, our they're, new baseball yeah. team. They were early. He's holding in this case. He's holding hops and not a choo choo. But uh, yeah, the right. uh, this this Guardian is holding. Uh, looks like barley and hops to me. Um, Are you sure that's not the roller bur- derby? <laughs> it might be. It might be the Guardian. Uh, what if that? What if the Guardians changed their name to the Indians? That'd be. Quite That'd a be a real the slap Indians. in the face to the Guardians. <laughs> yeah. You know Indian what? Ro- roller Gia, derby. You don't own us. <laughs> Get uh, all right, Jim. Uh, introduce our guest here. We've got you've heard his voice. Now let's hear a little bit about him. Yeah, tonight we have a special guest. He's come. He's a buddy of mine from Kirtland. Um, known him for about a year or so. They moved into Kirtland um, about that time, and he's got an interesting story. He's, he comes from the Ashtabula area, and uh, he'll tell you more. But I, I found out from Scott that. There's a difference between North Ashtabula and South Ashtabula, and he could probably go over the, the differences there. And it seems like a very distinct line also that, that really differentiates the <laughs> two. Like the, like the Mason-Dixon? Well, I, I so. mean, first of all, it's the largest county in Ohio. For, for meth distribution? Basically? Both meth distribution <laughs> and, by, and mass. I imagine by square footage, but Which, like also man, Montana's a big state. Right. Not a lot of people. <laughs> right. <laughs> So yeah, so Scott grew up out there. He um, went to Edgewood High School and then continued his education over at Baldwin Wallace on the west side. He um, well, not not everybody can go to John Carroll. We get it. Are no, you? it's okay. I mean, if you, there's a lot of people that you know they can't get into John Carroll and they end up over there, and that's <laughs> yeah. fine. Most people don't go to Baldwin Wallace to continue their education. They go to just halt it, just put it on pause for a little bit. It's the uh, Harvard closest to the airport. <laughs> That's, that's you know their what they moniker. say. Like, yeah, we're not far from the airport. If you need to make a fast getaway, we're close by. You want to see the Browns practice? I mean, you could just walk there. <laughs> I've True. heard of commuter college, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, so Scott went to BW. He he continued educating himself there. Good, because um, they didn't do it for him. <laughs> so he took it. He took it on his own, you know, volition to just go ahead and do that. Sure. Um, worked in corporate America kind of for a little while. And then ventured off and to do something that I think he um, maybe had always wanted to do, or 
at some point in his life decided it would be a cool change and he's doing that now and he'll tell us a more about it as we as we go but uh scott thanks for coming out tonight being on the podcast and i, I appreciate as i told you guys uh this is my first time listening so, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what do you think so, so far pretty good i right? mean just like so any, any for, hints of like things we can do better right now <laughs> from what i can tell this this is probably the best episode so far <laughs> it's off to a good start it's, it's, yeah that's pretty good pretty the, good the whole touch and go i mean that had to have been written before right yeah. like that, that, i mean that's been in my back pocket for months i mean yeah. well you had plenty of time I well mean, that, that was in my back pocket because my front pockets were worn out from all the touch and go <laughs> And, and you know a little insider we call it the beulah okay so yeah. t- so tell us a little bit more about like the beulah the beulah and how the different segments of north south yeah. beulah like sure. came about or <clears throat> and, well, and it, before it, i guess you go on like which Beula, which, which one are you from i'm i'm, I'm from the north side okay of, well it's south county and okay then, and then you know the rest of Beula. so south north you're south, thinking is there like a north grand, grand valley Pine Tuning Valley, Jefferson. That's South or, Valley? Yeah. Orwell? Or South, there? County. South County. Orwell doesn't make it? Orwell, I guess that's Grand Valley, right? Yeah, 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 yeah it yeah. is. But <clears throat> I was actually telling somebody this the other day of, you know, we're, I'm from the Beulah, right? But I count it as the county. <laughs> the ca- Nobody would say they're from Lake or Geauga, <laughs> right? But no. I'm from Ashbeulah, the right. county, because I actually didn't grow up in Ashbeulah. People are from... Ashville. Well, where did you grow up? North Kingsville. Okay, and that's and that's on the the good that's side the, of the tracks. That's on the north side. North County. Yeah. That's North that's County. North County. Okay, and what's the difference between North and South County? Just why is there a differentiation there? I think once you get to be the biggest county in the state, then you have to start to break it into segments. That's right. You need to you need to have your own civil war. Yes. You get too big, too big you to get, fail. Too, yeah. <laughs> too, big, too big, then you fail. I mean, when you go 40 miles in between cities, and you're still in the same county. It's like the Texas of counties. Yes. Is there a lot of animosity between North and South County? I don't think so. No. 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 no it's it's just it, more of a geographical it's thing. It's a geographical thing. Okay. I thought there was going to be some big rivalry. Oh, no. No. There's a rivalry the, the between from the North. North there's, there's a North Kingsville and a Kingsville rivalry. Oh, did not know that. Yeah, fact. <laughs> it, it's separated by the railroad tracks. Each have their own stoplight. Okay. Wow. Well, I grew up in Willoughby, and there's always a distinction between North Willoughby and South Willoughby. Yeah, don't ever go to North Willoughby. Yeah, they both have their own stoplights. That seems like a misappropriation of county funds to me. <laughs> I, mean, I think they could have gotten away with one total yeah, share. I'm starting to get a feel for this county. Like, All right, let's peel. Let's peel that up. Wasteful. Back. Well, <laughs> yeah. A fact is, the first stoplight ever tested was in Willoughby. Stoplight ever in the world. He see, he grew up in Lake. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. from yeah. North North the Lake. Lake. He the Lake. The Lake. Lake. Nobody ever calls it that. No, Mm-mm. you're the right. We should, that could be a new trend. Where did you grow up, Allen Allen County? The the Allen. <laughs> the, yeah. Well, you yeah. are the Allen County Crippler. That's true. That's true. I did paralyze someone. That was an accident. <laughs> but still, good, but it's, it's still, a cool nickname. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. Again, it's better than being the Allen County Cripple. <laughs> well, there is one of those. <laughs> Thanks to how many the Crippler. <laughs> How many stoplights <laughs> in Lima, Ohio? Oh, there's a, there's a quite a few. Lima, yeah, Lima's like Paynesville, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a good. That's decent, a good analogy. That's I've not a very it, nice thing to say about somebody. <laughs> I've, no, I've been there, and Mike, Mike probably could have. No, it's say true. It. Still, uh, still waiting in line to get a Target. Not, not, not big enough for. <laughs> Is a there Target a Walmart yet. down there? Yet? Sure, sure. Okay, a super, Walmart, super Walmart. There's a 
what they've done a really good job of is making sure there's a general. I would probably. know how far I had run by by the amount of McDonald's that I had passed, and then you know that's that's. Well, people would ask you like, how far did you run today? Like, I did three McDonald's. Three McDonald's. Like, okay, so you didn't lose any weight? No, I mean, I stopped at all the McDonald's. <laughs> that's the problem with being a McDonald's. Every yeah. time, like. No, yeah, Lime, Ohio's claimed fame. Uh, the tank plant, a refinery, and uh, didn't like John Glenn get born there or something? Uh, north of it, oh, okay. Wapakoneta. Get born there? Is that, is that <laughs> well, that's how they say it. That's how they say it in Allen County. He didn't get born. Where'd you get born, boy? <laughs> Where you born, boy? I done walked on that moon. <laughs> you see that, mama? I'm gonna walk on that moon. I'm gonna walk on that moon one day, mama. <laughs> okay, just don't forget where you got born, Dad, son. <laughs> don't forget where you done come from. You gonna get born to here, boy. All right, so uh, f- celebrities from the county, Urban, from the Beulah. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, that's where he goes to get his lap dances when he's in town. <laughs> yeah. Are you familiar with the, the, the place he was chair? at? Well, the, no, he was. That, he got the lap dance in Columbus. Yeah. He was in Columbus when oh. I had The Rare Cherry is the strip club in Nashville. You think it would be ass to to Beulah? I mean, I would. I would open that club right that, now. That actually was his own establishment, his own restaurant that he was in the, the one in Columbus. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was a an investor in in some format yeah. down there. So. Connie Connie Schultz. She wrote something. I don't. Know. Connie she's Schultz. Like a, she's like a Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, she's a writer. She writes for the, the News Herald. She's married to uh, Sherrod Brown, mm-hmm. yep. right? Beulah. Oh, she's Senator. from the Beulah. Yeah. yeah. Well, Urban Meyer was from uh, St. John's, right? Yeah. So he actually probably lived in Ashbula. He was North County. He was he was North County, uh, Ashbula City, Ashbula Township, Ashbula County. There's three of them. Well, there you go. It's, there's a lot. There's a lot more to Ashtabula than a lot of our listeners probably have ever imagined. When you grew up does, there, does this even go to Ashtabula? This podcast? I mean, it, with the right in streaming couple, service, sure. In a, in a couple years, yeah, they're almost, they're going to get internet. They're, soon. they're running cable lines out there <laughs> to the three, to the three or four people who have internet. the internet out there. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming a very red county. Yes, definitely. I, w- I would not have to wear a mask at any strip clubs out there. No, no, for Gun, sure. Guns and God. <laughs> you probably would get like humiliated if you did wear a mask. Like it would. That's that's would kind of. A- I get the feel, and when you get into Perry, that's the situation. <laughs> any further, when you get outside two seventy one, we're we're Trump thumping pretty hard out there. Yeah, I would. I would say. So you so you grew up in North Kingsville. Mm-hmm. You went to Edgewood. Huge basketball star, from what you've told me. <laughs> that's not true that I've told you that, but it is true. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you actually knew that, but it, it, yeah, that's a fact. And uh, and then so then so you, I didn't I didn't well, your, wrestle. And your dad was a, like he was a basketball coach for many years, teacher right? Teacher coach, yeah. So I couldn't uh, do anything wrong because he was a teacher coach. Um, are all three of you guys wrestlers? Is that how that uh, the name came for this? Because yeah, kind of. We all went to John Carroll together and uh, wrestled. That's where we met. I had known Shane previously, but we met Mike down at uh, John Carroll and on the wrestling team. And so I was confused because I played basketball and you invited me on because I thought I was only wrestlers. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, I we, mean, well, we, we rarely really even talk about wrestling on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. which is you, it's a little bit of a misnomer. Right. Yeah, and we, none of us has cut, have cut weight in a while, as you can see. So, um, it's, but the uh, how bad does the basketball team have to be in order for a guy like me to get on it? I don't know. 
like I mean like record wise yeah I mean can just I just in a general can I walk onto the Ashtabula team right now well, were you guys you guys had a decent team when you played right we had I a mean, good team yeah because you I remember we had conversations about some of the battles you had with Lake Catholic at the time and they had a pretty good team also and you guys would see each other at sectionals or districts or whatever yeah. it, it basically fun. is like Indiana out there right without I mean, I've on the, Indiana on the lake. That's what they. That's Indian. In, in, that's Indiana. what Ashtabula means in Algonquin. <laughs> Indiana on the lake. Don't ask how we know about Indiana. We've never been there, but a lot of yeah, cornfields. South County. There's a lot of cornfields. Yeah. Not as much once you get North County. Yeah. So walk us through the geography of the wine country out there. So you've you've gone into well. The, I think let's let's first start with Scott. You know he had gone to BW, majored in business. Best school uh, we've already talked about the best school well, near, I mean, near yeah. the airport. Best school near the airport. Um, <laughs> best four year university near the airport. Used to be a college, now it's a university. Yeah, because I think they opened up a, a Tri C down there. The Tri C West. I mean, they have some really Tri-C good nursing West programs. Tri C West is actually on Bagley Road as well, so that's our only competition. <laughs> so, so you got a community college that you're kind of you know going back and forth with, but you probably still you know have the edge for now. You graduated from BW with a business degree, and then went right into kind of corporate America, um, doing financial stuff that's beyond my capacity of learning, or probably our listeners honestly care about. They probably don't care. <laughs> but you were kinda, just say Wall Street. He was he was a Wall Street guy. He was like the Wall Street guy. Wow. He, he was like the a Wall Street Nashtabula. Nashtabula. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a Wall Street down there. It's where the Walmart's at. That's why they named it after. They're Sam, actually in Sam South Wall. County, Ashtabula. There's a coffee shop that just opened up. That's called Wall Street Co- Coffee, which is makes you believe that you're like you're on Wall Street, right? <laughs> is well, it even Wall Street that it's on? There actually is a Wall oh, Street, well. which is interesting because you think financial markets. It's actually there's a Wall Street in Jefferson. <laughs> Wall Street Coffee. That's well, just a little tidbit, you know. Yeah, fun yeah. fact: they're not buying stocks; they're buying meth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you you get a job, you're doing Wall Street work. And you were telling me how you kind of things were not. I mean, maybe just give us a story a little bit how you got into that and then how everything went south. Sure, sure. Just like all good partnerships go, they go south, right? So I had a great group of guys in my 20s. I was traveling a bunch, <clears throat> going to Boston, New York City before kids, traveling there three times a month. That's the best gig ever. Right. Once you get kids, then you start worrying about the partnership and who's what and whatever. It gets old, right? Sure. So uh, I was telling him the story that it was a couple years before this happened. So probably 2013. I was I was done, right? Mm-hmm. My kids were young, asking what you know when I was going to be home and why can't you be here and 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 it wasn't going great. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I was looking for my exit. My wife and I were actually, we'd go out to wine country. Mm-hmm. So as you can tell, I have an affinity for Ashtabula and the people of Ashtabula. And they have this incredible opportunity <clears throat> in, in the resources, right? The lake, the, the wineries. And uh, so we'd go out there. I said, why isn't there a nice place to stay? So we start researching it. We start looking at properties and, uh, you know, it's 2014 and I'm not liking my job even more. And long story short, uh, I get fired on a Monday, which doesn't happen anywhere. No. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. So <clears throat> that's probably its own podcast. Like what, how do you get fired on a Monday? Not wear pants. 
<laughs> like you didn't know on Friday that you were going to let this guy go and you're going to let him come back and then work the, you know, ruin his money. I probably didn't work that much that Monday, but, but <laughs> even so, <laughs> so you should at least just rude for an extra day. <laughs> so we had already looked at 15 properties. Uh, you know, our plan was my wife, I was just going to just, you know, trug along in my cubicle and run the business through my wife who had no business experience because we couldn't figure out any other way to do it. She ends up getting a teaching job, which was perfect, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, if I find the opportunity, then I can do it and be done with this. Right. You got a bridge plan. So <clears throat> what I wanted to do is find a property next to a vineyard. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, what I found was a property that had a vineyard. I have no experience in development. I got no experience in vineyard management. I got no experience in wine. (laughs) (laughs) I really only had experience. Yeah. Really the only, I'd been to Napa, so I was assuming it was like that. (laughs) How Um, much different can it be, really? (laughs) (laughs) So um, I have a meeting at 4 o'clock. I get fired earlier that day. I email one of the wineries and I say, hey, this property just came for sale. It, it, it looks overpriced. He said, no, that's a premium vineyard. I said, do you think it would work for my idea? Because I told him about it. Yeah. He's like, it'd be perfect. Perfect location. I said, well, how, how would it work You know, with a vineyard? Would you be interested in managing it and all that? So we're emailing back back and forth on that. Monday. So you really weren't doing much work that Monday. <laughs> maybe, maybe looking, gonna, looking back, say you maybe that's why you got fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> what the fuck is Scott doing? He's looking at fucking vineyards. He's supposed to be telling us this this stock projection. God damn it! Let's fire that motherfucker. So I closed. I closed the window with the vineyard on, and there was a picture. Of <laughs> Side story. Uh, yeah. I, this is 15 years prior, so we have to get back to my story. But speaking of bosses looking over your shoulder, yeah. So <clears throat> ESPN put out a uh, ranking of like the 25 worst college football teams of all time. And I had a boss that played on Columbia in the early '80s. Didn't so, they lose like a shit ton in a row? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm I'm sitting there, and me and the guy are talking. It's up on my screen, like '82 Columbia worst team of all time, <laughs> right? <laughs> all of a sudden, he's two inches behind my shoulder. Goes, you know, I wasn't on that team, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I. Oh no! Why would I think they're on that team? <laughs> I'm sure you guys are super good. You guys went two and two and eight, right? You're on the '83 team, right? That wasn't even the boss that fired me. That's how good I was. <laughs> so anyway, I get fired. <clears throat> I call my wife. I said, "Hey, remember I got that appointment out in Harpersfield? So Harpersfield's the actual township that Vineyard Woods is in." It's actually just south of Geneva for all the listeners out there. Uh, so it's just us. It's, you're, you're good. Yeah. No, for, for Do you want to turn these off, Shane? For it's you. Fine. For you. <laughs> just south of Geneva. So <clears throat> uh, I, I say, hey, remember I got that appointment? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, also I got fired. <laughs> oh, yeah. I that so I hope this appointment goes well. <laughs> She's like, "What?" 
<laughs> so, yeah, I got fired. I need to stop and get some food. We lived in Willoughby at the time. And then uh, I went out there and I fell in love with the property. Uh, I call her on the way home, like, you're not going to believe this. I think it's perfect. She's like, I can't even wrap my head around what's going on. I'm like, I think we should put a bid in on this property. Yeah. And by Wednesday, we put a bid in. Before the bank finds out I don't have a job. Before the bank finds out I don't have a job. <laughs> We've got 60 more days worth of pay stubs. We are good. So I was negotiating a severance, and I was negotiating buying a property with a vineyard that had no utilities. All in the same week, we, we agreed on a price on Friday. Uh, I don't know when the severance agreement happened, but it was at some point in that, that week. Uh, we closed within a month, and I was like off on the races. Had no idea what I was doing. So the goal of the property was you wanted to buy some land, not knowing that you were going to buy one with a vineyard, but also <clears throat> basically put up places for people to come and stay and do all the wine tours and hang out in Ashtabula County and you know kind of see all that site. So what, like, what, where'd you get that idea from? Why was it something that was like important to you? Why was it something that? Kind of drove you. You had a passion for wanting to get into. So I had a passion for Ashbula County. We the, can tell. The, yeah, you the mentioned that, that is loud and clear. Yep. <laughs> nope. The Beulah. There. Um, I that was like on a side note. My grandmother, who was from Southern Ohio, her best. Hocking Hills. She was she was from a little town called Carbon Hill, but it's close to Athens. Okay. And her best friend's first name was Beulah. Just. You know, I know how much you love the So they Beulah. probably called her the Beulah. They, they, she was the Beulah of Southern Ohio. <laughs> well, why was Beulah Park in Columbus? Uh, never mind. How's it remember spelled? The, remember the racetrack? It was spelled B E A L. That's a different Beulah. Yeah. That's a different That's Beulah. a totally yeah. different Beulah. Yeah. That's, That's a, a whole different podcast. difference. <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. Uh, yeah, edit, so, edit that out. Edit that part out. <laughs> so my wife and I had been to, all joking aside, we've been to Napa and Sonoma a couple times. We've been to Niagara on the Lake. A couple times, which Niagara on the Lake has beautiful wineries, beautiful setting, awesome experience. And then we would go to Hocking Hills. And so uh, Hocking Hills started as 25, 30 years ago. One cabin turned into two, turned into three, turned into a thousand. Right. With the idea of like, who's going to go come see Old Man's Cave? It's a day trip from Columbus, right? Mm. Well, everybody, you know, 20 years ago, the wineries were a day trip. I didn't start the trend of, you know, people staying there. The lodge actually was huge, like 2000. The new Geneva Lodge you're talking 2004, about. 2004, 2005. Right. right. <clears throat> um, and so I wanted to take high-end lodging, put it right in the middle of the wineries. Uh, I'd spent 1,500 nights in a hotel, you know, traveling, and I hated it. And so I wanted to make it the opposite of a hotel experience. So I took everything that we had seen in Niagara on the Lake, everything we had seen in Hawking Hills, and <clears throat> our business that we had in uh, Wall Street, as I joke around, is and our clients actually were on Wall Street. Um, we were a research firm, so we would how you learn about a company, you call, right? Mm-hmm. So I just started calling people. In my week, in my week that I got fired and was negotiating severance, writing a business plan, I literally just started calling people on Hocking Hills. Said, "Here's who I am. Here's what I want to do. Here's the area." And people will talk to you. They own their own companies for right. one, one of two reasons: they got a huge ego, and they just like to talk, right. or they want to pay it for it. Either way, you can get so much information. Mm-hmm. And so, I just started calling people. 
talking to them. How much, you know, how much do you charge? How big would you, what would you do different? Uh, how big would you build it? Do you, or do you have a septic? Do you have the, the most mundane questions, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and that's, I had no idea. I had no, no notions going into it other than I thought it was going to be a cabin, but kind of like, like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I couldn't find the right floor plan and ended up being like a more cottagey look, but mm-hmm. I stole everything. I didn't come up with an idea as far as how to run the business. Cause I mean, you literally can't recreate running uh, <laughs> a rental business, right? Like yeah. you just have to take the best thing from everybody and what they've done. And yeah. what mistakes yeah, I mean, it's been done, done right? a million times. It's just a matter of deciding how it's going to work for you and your area and your clientele. And you know, right. And how much you're going to charge. And <clears throat> what I didn't know going into it is, so the financial markets are extremely, extremely efficient. You know, a, a stock ticks on a penny or half penny every half second, right? You get paid if you do a good job. The government <laughs> in the EPA and the stuff that I had to deal with. Not like, as quick. I, oh, <laughs> not, not so much. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for that, having no development experience. Right. It, it literally took me 18 months from the time that that week to get open. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I have some sympathy for you because, like, we what we do is you know we deal with EPA and county health departments and all that a lot, and uh, it's they they they're on their own their own clock, which oh. isn't <laughs> convenient for pretty much anyone trying to get anything done. Yeah, and, I mean, Mike, obviously, like you worked in a government you know uh, business basically for your most of your career. It's not built to. I mean, it's built to run slow. <laughs> like, it's not designed to run quickly. It's designed to make very slow deliberate decisions i mean look at look at the way our government's set up i mean checks and balances it's not about speed yeah i was on i was on a call this week for work with uh our environmental accruals for you know to spill somewhere or whatever and our our new manager was trying to understand they're like how do we get this moving faster they're like it's been going on for well, 10 it's, it's years called, at this it's, site. Called, it's called bribes under table bribes that's <laughs> yeah. how that's how you do that <laughs> they're like no this is actually normal it's just 10 years like actually if you, the longer it drags on some of the, the stuff in the water or whatever will dissipate more and you'll have less of a problem just because it good, drags on so long let's yeah. go test it again yeah exactly yeah. we we actually had where i thought we were going to get our epa like approval and my the engineer it was like memorial day he's like it'll just be a couple more weeks he calls. Oh, she went on maternity leave and didn't tell anybody. She hasn't. <laughs> nobody's looked at your plans for the last four months. We're gonna start over. Oh. God. So if you could just resubmit all that stuff, that'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you get that TPX report in as soon as you could, that that'd be great. Yeah. It's so so you got it up and running. Like so, how long? It's and by the way, the name of Scott's um, place is Vineyard Woods, right? And um, which uh, there's a story about that too. Uh, <clears throat> so I have a minority partner that's. Uh, one of Tiger my- Woods. <laughs> He's a minority. He sure is. He's, He's a, named double, place. He's a double minority. He named the place after him. Vintage Woods, Tiger Woods. <laughs> How many times have you heard Jim Nance say that's Vintage Woods? <laughs> True. He's a small partner, but like he is a minority partner. Let's just there's, call it what it is. There's a couple different uh, ways you can say minority. <laughs> This one would be uh, less than uh, 25% ownership type. Okay. Oh, so it's, it's different not, it doesn't mean that the person is Asian and slash no. African American. Okay, gotcha. But that's an easy Less than 25%. I mean, it, I'm not trying to be racist, but I think it might still apply. <laughs> I don't know what the exact cutoff is, but. I'm just saying. I mean, 
So uh, when I'm writing the business plan that week, I said to him, and he's a longtime buddy of me, a buddy of mine, and uh, he's a lawyer down in Columbus. And I thought to myself, you know, if I'm going to partner with somebody, it's going to be the guy that's a lawyer that can get me out of trouble. And he's also <laughs> going to tell me exactly what he thinks. Right. He was swearing in front of his parents when he was like in sixth grade. I'm like, I need that guy to just, you know, if I stray one way or the other. Is this right. Tim Isney? <laughs> <laughs> Does he make them pay? Does this guy make people pay? He claims that he saved us from bankruptcy with our, our, the naming process of Vineyard Woods. Because I'm like, I think I got a perfect name. He's, he's like, what is it? I'm like, Little Napa Cabins. <laughs> he's like, we're going to go bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I, I said, well, what do you think? He's like, you bought 26 acres and it's got a 10-acre vineyard and 16 acres of woods. How about you just call it Vineyard Woods? I'm like, oh, that, 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 that works yeah, too. that's a good one too. I guess, I mean, maybe you want to put it, you know, names in the hat. And, all right, we'll just go with yours. Just flip for it. Okay, we'll just go with it. Yeah, I'll tell you what. So that's how it was named Vineyard Woods. Oh, I like it. So, so Vineyard Woods has been up and running now for how many years, Scott? Four years. Four years. And it, it first started with just one cabin, right? And two, two cabins. Two cabins. One had three suites. And then, uh, and then we've we've built over the last couple of years four, four more cottages. So nice. We're we have eight different accommodations for people uh, on our twenty six acres, um, and uh, you know, people told me when I when we got started like, oh, and you start any business going to take five years. I'm like, not me, right? Yeah, I, I figured it out. I got the best idea. I talk to people in Hocking Hills, and it ain't little fucking Napa <laughs> retreat or whatever. So. so it turns out all the people are right. It does take five years. We've our fifth year has been awesome. You know, people are coming back, and we have great clientele. The people are awesome. So I, I set it up to uh, be able to run it remotely, and I have interactions uh, via text, via phone, and uh, so I don't have to be there all the time, which yeah. is awesome. So. Uh, so who's doing the breakfast? You've got the bed. I got no bread. We just do bed. There you go. <laughs> it's more of a bed than a bed and breakfast. We sell it's sex. a B. It's a B. It's not a B. And B. No. no, it's just no. B. It's just a capital B. We have coffee, so it's a B and C. B and C. <laughs> it's a new if thing. It's a new, if you had two beds and coffee, it'd be a BBC. <laughs> <laughs> now that... That is you what I need out of marketing. You might get some different clientele. You have a lot of weird people showing up at your door. Wait, I, I thought this was a BBC. <laughs> just a just a middle aged white couple. As I as I say, there's like, nothing from, B or B with this C. As I say, I'm like I'm not sure what's going on with these people, but their credit card cleared. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right so. well you you had told me once about like some some interesting finds you've found in like forgotten things that people maybe forgot it's happened a couple times <laughs> not as much as you would think well, i don't know what's the craziest thing though <laughs> i mean there's nothing like crazy crazy like drugs guns nothing like that Oh no, we, we can't say <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no guns. No, no. <laughs> no. We've had cleaning people call me and be like, "What do you want me to do?" There's weed here. I'm like, I "Take it." <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, smoke it. Yeah. Cheers. You're not getting paid. Yeah, pretend you didn't you see it. Take it. Yeah. But no gigantic dildos. <laughs> no medium-sized ones. 
<laughs> There's maybe a pillowcase full of dildos. Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing to speak of. I think that probably those items are so coveted that people remember to bring them. Yeah. Like, I mean, they probably have a certain attachment to them. They probably name them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to ask how you know that. I've heard people say the name. <laughs> I got a rental one time in Chautauqua, and we found a huge dildo. Like you, you showed up to check in. Well, and we we rented it with another couple, and before wow. we got there, that, it, that changes everything. <laughs> it turns into real swing fest. <laughs> I didn't know what you were into. Hey guys, and, that's weird that this is right out. And of they your called. Way they me. called us before we got there. You know, and they're like, "You're never gonna believe what." Oh, we the found. other couple was there first. Yeah. So they or either could have planned it. Or do you think it, it was theirs? They could have planned it. They could have planned yeah, it. Right. So no, nothing, nothing like that. But for the most part, it's been pretty smooth sailing. Like no issues with cops having to show up. Or, oh. like the, the clients have been good and respectful. We had one. We had one issue. One guy smoked. That sucked. Oh, and the whole place just reeked. I'm yeah. sure. But uh, there's these things that you can well, hotels use that uh, take out the oxygen or the ozone or something i don't know and uh you can't be in there because you die but you can turn on the machine and it takes care of it so mm. so you got you got good uh good clients uh business sounds like it's good I, from talking to you just normal chit chats over the last year or so it sounds like you know you're pretty much booked up and staying yeah, the whole the whole area uh the wineries out there um are phenomenal so there's 25 wineries out there. They're all different. They're, you know, anything from sweet all the way to re- really nice wines. It's a little, like, I wouldn't be around if the wineries hadn't invested and done a good job. COVID was perfect for the wineries, right? So, like, where can you go? You go drive 40 minutes, grab a bottle of wine, sit on a picnic table in 100 acres. Like, what's safer than that? Yeah. What's safer than going out into a cottage in the middle of the woods? right yeah so it actually helped out the area it helped out me and then we've just built on it so well plus you get people traveling that maybe wouldn't and then COVID happens and they do it and then they you know check out your place they really love it and then think you know this this could be a place we'd like to come back to and so you also said that i know you when you bought it you know there was a vineyard kind of there um was it something that was in a state of kind of neglect or was it still no, it was good it was good uh harpersfield winery up on 307 used to run it um they've been there forever and uh i actually m sellers manages it for me and um they do all the operations of it and then uh, local wineries buy the grapes so i have <clears throat> chardonnay pinot noir pinot gris and gewurztraminer um and so we have 9500 plants 10 acres i call it my expensive landscaping i've used that joke like 500 times to my to my guests nine four ninety nine i've laughed like it's just yeah. it's a no-brainer right so was this like you had i had gotten some wine from you uh, this fall um was that the first kind of batch that had come out and gotten bottled and everything yeah, we did a private label with uh Lurillo, mm-hmm. um and i'm dabbling in that it's got the it was good by the way listeners it was very good it was a white um i don't know was it a certain grape that, white blend it was a chardonnay pinot gris and a, a pinot noir rosé yeah it was good i uh I've drank several bottles of it, and then I can attest that uh, it's it's and tasty. You know, and that's we what I'm it. that's what I'm going after is you know this marker right here, uh, yeah. the massive, what, yeah. what, the uh, the guy who's high volume, <laughs> high volume. <laughs> yeah, the guy who just said his taste buds were burnt out from IPAs. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe go. <laughs> maybe just drink some water. 
<laughs> so I so when I buy the vineyard, uh, I say to the guy from M Sellers, they're doing all the management of it or whatever. <clears throat> and I say, I need to understand what, what I just bought, right? So I need to know every step. Not that I'm gonna do every step. So I, I'm like, tell me what I can do over these first six months and I'm I wanna do them in the vineyard yeah. with his workers, right? So he's got this guy Ricardo that it he, is, he knows wine. He, he doesn't know wine. He knows hard work, and, yeah. and uh, he knows uh, viticulture. I don't know if they – he used to work in a nursery in Perry. And uh, so I came from the corporate world. Everybody's making a ton of money. I'm sitting in a cubicle, and they hate life, right? <laughs> like 10 hours a day, and they have everything to be thankful for. Right. I'm out in February or March, you know, after I got fired in, in October with Ricardo. It's like 40 degrees. My hands are freezing. And I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm going to make it a whole day. We we're like pruning the, the vines. And uh, so I go out with him one day. And all I could tell him, he, he's trying to be nice to me. He doesn't even know that I really own the vineyard. He doesn't understand. He just understands work and what he's supposed to be doing. And he's, he just knows that I'm slowing him up. Mm-hmm. And why, is, why am I asking him questions? Like, <laughs> yeah. like he's, he has no reason to suck up to me because <laughs> yeah. I'm in his way. You know. So the second day... I, I finally start to figure out because I call the guy. I'm like the guy that runs M Sellers. I'm like, I'm really struggling with these, uh, trying to figure out which which vines to keep. So there's like ten of them at the end of the year, and I'm, you keep three, right, for the next year's growth. And he's like, it has, it's got to be like a number two pencil. And I'm like, why didn't Ricardo tell me that? That sounds simple because it can't be too thick, it can't be too thin, you know. Yeah. So then the next day, I felt like I'm, I'm doing a lot better, right. So towards the end of the day, I go to Ricardo. I'm like, Ricardo, I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm doing a lot better. He's like, you're doing uh, almost okay. <laughs> and I'm like, that's great. Right? Like, that's yeah, not, man. I mean. Yeah, my second day. That's that's not bad. I'm almost meeting the standard. <laughs> <laughs> you're almost okay. You cost yourself a lot of revenue. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Keep pruning there, white boy. <laughs> it was refreshing, though. You know, he wasn't trying to suck up to me. He was just telling me how bad I sucked. I, I'm like that's, that's right. Perfect. You just want honesty. I just want honesty. Yeah. Well, that's that's awesome, and, and uh, I'm sure you do. You have some other wines coming out in the coming years that from different grapes. Yeah, we set some uh, grapes. Aside I know you. You had me drink some shit out of a gallon bottle that, last Friday, and I had a headache <laughs> for four days. I'm not sure what that was. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to sell that. No, no. That was that was a, the special blend for Jim. <laughs> I think I put some in the uh, snowblower that I'm about to get Mike stall, and it runs like a fucking. It was, it was mead. Yeah. <laughs> it looked. It, it was uh, not not the best. <laughs> well, we did, did have. It sounds fun, like though. it did the job. It did. It did the job. It was forty-eight proof, I think. Um, no, so it's it's a good uh, adventure that I'm that I'm on. My family helps me out a ton. Uh, it's a good story to tell because not many people have the same path as me. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, it's unique. It's yeah. So we cool. We've heard about one of your other paths as well, and I'd like to talk about it. Um, talk to us about the uh, growing. Uh, popularity of karaoke <laughs> <laughs> well that's where i really got to know jim that's a, his passion so um i don't know if jim told you the full story or his athletic prowess uh, has he filled filled the listeners in on what he does on yeah, thursday they're, nights they're aware of some of at, it at sure. the euclid power plant no oh yeah well maybe but, slightly but no, so somebody asked me uh hey 
do you have an in, any interest in co-ed sand volleyball? Oh, we've heard the yeah, we've heard of the exploits. Okay, so yeah. uh, I normally would say no, but we just moved to Kirtland, so we need to make friends. Um, my wife, I'm like, oh, we should get out of our comfort zone. And by we, I mean her, because I took both volleyball one and two at BW. So, <laughs> so this You're is not feeling very confident. I didn't take sand volleyball. If they would have offered it, I would have. But um, so I'm like, but, All right. but they have high standards there. I mean, that's they're you know they're and old we, school. They couldn't afford a sand pit. <laughs> and so I'm like, "All right, let's go." And I don't really know Jim and the, I knew you guys a little bit. I'm like, "Yeah, that'll be fun." A bunch of couples going and. There's a bar there. Like, what, what <laughs> yeah, can go how, how bad can it be? So one of the guys is like, well, I've played in volleyball leagues before. We need uniforms. I'm like, all right. So I got a shirt for you, you know, when you show up. So we all have matching shirts. We walk in there. So everybody's in their 40s. Everybody in there. And this is in the middle of COVID. Like, COVID's not going on at the Euclid sports <laughs> yeah, plant. I mean, yeah. Right. So this is like. It's a bubble of, this, you know. I'm Beula, like, it's like a Beulah bubble. Yeah. <laughs> So we walk in, and we're the only. First of all, we're the only people over twenty-five. Second of all, we're the only people in a uniform. <laughs> and third of all, we got our asses kicked. <laughs> it was like the, it was like we're was the, literally the words of Jim. Nobody really said anything, and we're drinking beers after. He's like, "We're not wearing these shirts next week." Yeah, it was uh, it was bad, and we were embarrassing to our families. I think the entire city of Kirtland. Um, we apologize. I apologize personally. <laughs> I mean, what what were the shirts? They like, just said like Kirtland on them or something. I mean, they weren't yeah. like anything like. Oh yeah, they weren't like volleyball uniforms. We didn't have like spandex, <laughs> fucking hip hop. You know. I guess I was just thinking of like a dodgeball uniform or something no, like that. It like, wasn't, but they were just like matching. The guys, fact that they were matching was the problem. Walked out like Globo Jim. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna be, if you're gonna look like that and have the only yeah. matching uniform, you got to be good. Yeah. yeah, like really good. Yeah, and, and we, we no, and we were really bad. Uh, but what, but what we found was that the well is a bar in Kirtland is open on Thursday nights, and they have karaoke. And that's really where you know the it, it was our it was our fortress of solitude. That's where our friendships really you know. Now, did you guys get shirts for that too, or? <laughs> When we like you change uniform to go to the well, <laughs> maybe. I mean, that's a, that's a different conversation. So the well is a pretty cool little place. I, I've uh, driven by it a few times. You wouldn't even know it's there. Have you ever been in there? Yeah, I've been in there. There yeah. you go. Yeah, it's uh, on a Thursday night. Not on a Thursday night. No. But, so on a Thursday night, they have a very they have a karaoke night, and they have a very regular crew that show up that are there for karaoke, and they're like. Some of them are probably borderline professional karaoke singers, as you know, as loose as that term it can be. Sure. They but know the words, is what they you're know saying. the words without looking at the words. You know, <laughs> so they they've been around the block. They came there. They had an agenda. They're like, okay, if and they no have, one sings like, this, they, they I'm going to They have the same set list like every week. Yeah, they can they knock have, out. They have fans. They yeah. do have fans. They have some. Uh, there's not much paparazzi, but there's definitely groupies. I would say. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean Scott and I decided just on a on a whim one night to do Wagon Wheel um by Old Show Medicine Crow and pff, 
pretty much blew the place crowd blew pleaser. the top off. crowd pleaser yeah big time so and i think that's when scott and i really connected you know on a on a spiritual level <laughs> yeah for if sure. you will so so who got the high and low notes i mean did you guys we just kind of were playing off each other it's you usually know? after eight beers so we don't it's not that it's technical not so much notes it's not, <laughs> probably sounds a lot better in their head than in so we got a standing o- we got a standing ovation Everybody and one person standing, puked all right well where do where do we take it next i mean you've done wagon wheel that you know we're 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 gonna get back in the studio i think this I'm winter you're gonna pigeonhole yourself into that country genre and i think you're better than country that. party genre right because <laughs> that's a that's a very that's, easy yeah that's you're true. gonna be singing florida georgia line pretty soon yeah, I'd have to know some of their songs first to do that. You don't but want to know their songs. <laughs> They're not good. I, I do know this. The last time we did it, I don't remember when, when it was. It wasn't during volleyball season, but we happened to be there on a karaoke night. And Jim had a nice 15-second, like, thanking the crowd. This is <laughs> this is why we do what we do. And I didn't, I couldn't hear all the words, but it was, it was spectacular. So... Yeah. People were crying. <laughs> not sure why, but there were tears. Joy, sadness, not sure. But uh, people were moved. And uh, you know what? I just, I still, if you guys, any of you guys are listening, they were there that night, like, I thank you for allowing me to just be a little part of your life that night. You're welcome, Kirtland. <laughs> tip, tip, was... tip of the cap, Hornets. Uh-huh. All right. Well, maybe we'll uh, we'll transition topics now. I, I had a I had a question for you, Jim. If if you would let me, I think I might want to become a Notre Dame fan now. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, I, I we're we're willing to accept applications at this point. But what what would what would cause this from you as being like pretty much a lifetime Ohio State fan, even though you had a Notre Dame jacket, yeah, I was and a Notre Dame blanket from what I remember, like back in the day, I had a Notre Dame starter jacket. Like I was a Notre Dame fan growing up. Yeah, and then I don't know for some reason I just transitioned to more hardcore Ohio State, but just listen to this this Marcus Freeman talk. He's an Ohio State guy. He's an Ohio State guy. Yeah, but he just fires me up. Like I, I don't know why. I I I really like what he says and feels I like, like him. Did I, you guys I feel like he's gonna get them going? Did any of you guys happen better. to watch the uh, the video that Notre Dame released um, when they kind of first announced his hiring and the team didn't know about it? <laughs> Yeah, the other coach was talking. The strength coach was talking to the team after practice, and they brought him in, kind of surprised the team, and like they went berserk. Like that was that was awesome. So like yeah. I actually saw Jim's O face. Oh yeah, Scott. I was so telling Scott was, about this. He was telling me about I've seen it. That face. And and he was watching. That's just because you walked in on him one time when he was by himself. He was watching that video, and I'm. I'm like Jim. This is a disgusting face for you. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's because I just came in my pants after watching this video. <laughs> and he had never seen the SNL jizz in my pants skit. Oh yeah. So then Scott sends me that from <laughs> Have you guys seen that? Lonely Lonely Island or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> what a find at his age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never. Seen it, was, that. it was a diamond in the rough that I was unaware of. I, I mean, I'd seen the Dick in the Box and all that stuff, but yeah. <laughs> to see those guys just yeah. bring it right back out. It's like an R and B song, and they're talking about how they're gonna make love to their ladies and everything. And she else. just and like first they like she touches her. Next, and next then, you know, like the toast popped and like edges <laughs> in the pan. And they do their, you know, they do these weird faces. <laughs> that was Jim at my house on Friday watching the Freeman. Yeah, right now, just so. over. And it might have been him too. It sounds like he. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, really, I'm excited about this, Shane. I think you know I've been looking for more local Notre Dame fan friends because um, really the only people I have is Kevin, my brother, obviously, and my my, my family. But beyond that, most of all my friends, college football 
rooting you know goes goes to Ohio State way so yeah I'm, I mean I'm, I'm willing to, to consider letting you I'll, in. I'll submit an application so the thing that's crazy too I think either first or second week next year maybe first game of the year they open with Ohio State oh wow at, yeah, it's at Ohio State, at Ohio State oh, which wow. um, I've already started throwing some feelers out that Matola said he's going so I'm like we're going wow tickets aren't going to be cheap but we're going to have to bite the bullet if people want in uh, maybe if we get enough people we do bus trip or whatever but that uh that's on my calendar i'm gonna have to think about that one and yeah. shane's gonna be yeah. wearing a notre dame jersey to that does game. shane have to maybe get his application approved to get on yes. the bus or okay if not i just wear an ohio state nice. <laughs> you have options i have options yeah it's, so that's that's cool and, I, and i'm excited too it seems like the players are pumped uh, i never was a huge brian kelly fan just kind of seemed like a dick, and then you like know, the, you know he had a southern accent. Yeah, that? I heard about <laughs> that. That was that was awesome. <laughs> he's just su- yeah. he, he's he's just such a politician type guy. Like he he'll say whatever he that whatever the people yeah. want to hear. And uh, did you hear the one story? I don't know if I was telling you about Scott. Where so when he coached at Central Michigan, that was like his first um, D one job. Because before that, he was at Grand Valley State which is D2 or like 1AA, and they won like two or three national titles, and then he got a job at Central. And the staff he had at Central Michigan had a ton of guys that ended up now like being successful coaches. Like the one guy on his staff was Matt LaFleur, who's the coach of the Packers. The other guy was like Robert Sala, who's the coach of the Jets. Mm -hmm. And there was an interview with Sala a a year or two ago, and he was talking about like they were – I don't know if they were GAs or maybe just like position position coaches, but it was their first year. Yeah, they were like low level. And Brian Kelly's like, hey, I'm having a Christmas party. I want you guys to come over to this Christmas party. And they're like, all right, this is cool. So they're thinking they're going over to the Christmas party to like, you know, they're going to hang out with Brian Kelly in his house and, you know, be part of the party. And they show up and he's like, yeah, hey guys, uh, I need you guys to shovel the driveway. So they shovel the driveway for him. And then like the whole rest they of the party, cars. they spent like they're parking people's cars for him while they're inside like partying up. At the end of the interview, Robert Sala, or maybe Matt Lafleur said it. He's like talking to Robert Sala after this party, and like they're like, "This guy's a dick." And basically said like, I, "If if we ever make it, like I'm never treating my assistants like this, you know, bullshit." So, and it's funny now because both these guys are NFL head coaches, whatever. But here, and that wasn't the only story like that I've heard. And so I, to see him gone, I mean, he he did resurrect Notre Dame's program. They were kind of uh, non-factor for years, and. The last 10, 11 years he's been there, like they've been a top 10 perennial program. They went to the playoffs a couple times and all that, but I don't think I don't think he was a guy that like you run through walls for. And just from the early stuff you see with Freeman, I mean, looks like the players are love him. He's only thirty five. He's a young guy. He's got a lot of energy. Great recruiter. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely an exciting time. Absolutely. Twitter is made for you know Brian Kelly Southern accent. <laughs> so the good. best. Tweet, I, didn't, the, I didn't even. I didn't see that, but uh, I heard about. But, it. But I heard it on the radio on ninety eight five. The best tweet I saw was somebody doing an impression if he would have been hired at Rutgers, and they had the whole like Jersey <laughs> accent going on with the gold chain. <laughs> it was, yeah, the Jersey like, blowback on the hair. And everything. He had oh, like a uh, like a sweatsuit on. <laughs> <laughs> like Twitter is made for times like that, right? Like yeah. it's just so much noise, noise. But then when something like that happens, you got you got to be glued to the content. Well, I, I think especially Shane after like the the pathetic performance that Ohio State had against Michigan. I mean, if if now is the time that you're going to switch, it's now. I mean, do I have to like? Com- can I be a fan of both teams? No, you can't I don't think be so. a fan. Of both. I don't think that's even on the that's table. Not po- that's, that's not on the table. That's not possible. I don't wow. think. I mean, Stahl's like, yeah, and you I have to make up shit. your mind before the Ohio State Notre Dame game next year. Wow, that's that's the time frame we're that's looking the time at. Time frame. All right, well, I got I got a while. 
You have some soul searching to do. Um, you might have to resurrect that starter jacket from 1988 that you got for Notre Dame. I don't know if it's still around. It's probably not going to fit me anymore. Those were cool as shit. Remember those? Oh, Did yeah. you guys have like the short puffy one or the, like, the long one? The short one. I had the, sh- I had yeah. the short puffy yeah. Indians jacket. Anybody? Did anyone get just a Raiders jacket just because? <laughs> I had a Raider. I would wear like I think you know because at the time like NWA and all that thing was going on. They'd always have Raiders caps. I had a black like L.A. Kings. Wow! Cap. Yeah, wow! Like Crips, Crips versus Blood, wow. Jim Harris. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I was down. <laughs> I was a big Philadelphia Eagles fan for some reason for a while. I had an Eagles. Eagles hat, Eagles jacket. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I had a. I had asked for one for Christmas. I didn't get the jacket. I got the hat. <laughs> the Raiders hat. Yeah, no. right. You and Easy E. Yeah. Yeah, or ice ice tea. He was that that whole posse. Oh yeah, can you say posse now? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Nobody. I mean, this podcast. (laughs) You can't. Sure. No one's no one's fucking listening. Who cares? We're not going. We're not going to a lynching. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that the posse was used in that regard. And then, you know, a hundred years ago. I mean, that would be more like Western. I guess as I correct my own uh, uh, historical knowledge, I mean, you you don't. You don't need to be lynching somebody to round up a posse, you know. True, Cause, and you only that's round a up a posse. Specific, that's a very specific posse you would get. Yeah, hey, you don't you don't say like, "Hey, go get the posse." You round up the posse, and never but, round but, down the posse. No, but in, I don't think people. If you, I don't even think people. When was posse popular in like the modern era? Like what? Late nineties, mid before 90s? today, before today. Yeah, <laughs> when it's about to take off, it's about to blow up again. Right <laughs> now, start my clothing line, posse. <laughs> That'd be nineties, right? You want you want my posse? But but they, in the nineties, down. I'm, you said posse, you didn't talk about rounding up your posse. You just said like I'm I'm hanging with my posse. Yeah, it was your boys. They were already rounded up. I think it went yeah. from posse to boys. Yeah, probably did. My is boys. that st- so? Is boys still the it, current? Yeah, but let's follow this because then it turned to squad at some point. It it went. It turned from. But I don't know. Posse. I don't know. Squad if, seems like a girl's. I don't thing. know if squad's squad? like street. You know, we're talking like Whoa. street. Like I don't think guys that are in gangs street, like oh, saying like, hey, sorry. Sorry. Well, falls wait till street. I bring my squad over here. I'm right? sorry, I didn't <laughs> grow up in Compton. Okay, <laughs> I'm not Jenny on the block. All right. I don't know. Froke Park was is about as close to Compton and Western Ohio as you can get. Yeah, Froked. That's a hard T at the end. <laughs> Froat Froat Park. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. That, that's some, some weird stuff went down. So, college, NFL, and AFC North is kind of rounding up to be a real shit show. I don't, we're watching some nobody, of it right now. Nobody wants to win. Yeah, we're actually recording as the Steelers lose to the uh, Vikings here. It's amazing that fine line between the best conference and the worst yeah. or division, the best division, the worst of it. Because they were, the AFC North was the best division. And now it's the worst. Yeah, I mean, it's right? just, there's so much. Uh, I mean, they, were they talking, still have. They were talking. All four three teams, teams are still in the hunt. Well, they were talking three teams getting into the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, potentially. It's still conceivable. Uh, yeah. really. I, Any I, one of the teams could win. The only I, thing that, I think the Ravens are on a big slide. Yeah, yeah. honestly, they I don't mean, look that so. Good. I mean, you did got, you see? If like, you can get into a tiebreaker with the Bengals. You're, you know, you're, you're the, you're the AFC North champions because you've got, you guys beat them twice. Well, I think the for the AFC no, North though. Them once. Yeah, they play them. We play them the last game of the season, but for the AFC no, North, the Bengal, the yeah, Bengals. the Bengals. But I it's think like the Ravens are on a slide. all those teams. We still got to play each other at least like one more time for the most part. 
Yeah, so, so it's like it's going to shake itself out in the next five weeks, but who knows? It's still up kind of up for grabs, and no one seems to want to win it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no team's really separating themselves from uh, the other the pack. No, not at all. Which well, is kind of the whole way the AFC is playing out right now. It's the whole. Yeah. It's the, really the league. I mean, the there's league's so, so much parity so right so now. Uh, parity rules. I mean, the Ravens, what, last week had the best record in the AFC, and now we're talking about, like, they stink and they, like, might not even win the division or, like, who knows? Who the, who the hell knows? Yeah. I mean, if the Browns had won last week, they'd be in first place right now in the division. It's for as bad as they played. Yeah, for as bad as they played. They could have been in first place. And instead, they were in last. And I can't believe the fucking Steelers won that game Sunday night. It was it was a Sunday night game? No, it was a four thirty game. It was a four thirty game. We yeah. were watching it, and the fact that uh, I mean, Lamar makes that two point conversion pass at the end, like halfway decent. Yeah, right. it's a different outcome, but yeah, no one wants, to, no one really wants to, you know, take this division by the balls and go with it for sure. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's almost as if it's, I don't know. Well, I mean, it. I'm glad it's not like the NBA, right? Where the where the players can just decide where the next, you know, dynasty is going to be, where the next championship is going to be. Not to say that I mean I'm, they have they have the upper hand in their league and, the, and great for great for the players, but it's kind of nice to see more. I mean, it, it's nice to have think about it for the marketing for the NFL. If every team can be in the hunt right up until the very end, and my gosh, the viewership's up, sports betting is up, and uh, you know, the sky's the limit. So, I not saying it's scripted, but it's designed to be like really, really. No, it's the fair. best. It's the best yeah. best league. Yeah, right. Agreed. Just it's- exactly from what you're talking about is the Guardians. I heard they're going to be called the Guardians next year. Are you talking about the roller derbies one again, or no? <laughs> they don't have. Do they have radio in the Beulah? <laughs> <laughs> Just AM. Oh, I say you're healed. If you're listening out there, you are healed. Growing up, uh, it was 102 Zoo. That was that was like they were playing the newest hits. Like that was like mid ninety mid. Like That's 90s. when the posse was <laughs> first. Game was, but they were not by playing. Happy Van Winkle. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Should we uh, head on over to five questions? Yeah, I think so. I don't think uh, Scott sense. Hey, he's never listened to the show. <laughs> he still is pretty much in the dark about how this works. But to give you a little bit of an insight on what five questions are, Scott, we've come up with five questions. Um, you will read them. And these are all questions about you. And the thing about it, though, we don't really want an answer from you. You're going to ask us the question, and we have to answer these questions on what we think the right answer would be if you, you know, if you were to answer them. We may, we may want you to actually answer them, or we may not even want to hear what your answer would be. That's so perfect. So it so ends can up you, being. Can, I know you're from Ashtabula, can you, and you went to BW. Can you read? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and by the way, it's on the be, back it's, of Saul's paper is a huge cock and balls that he drew. It's going to be tough for me to concentrate with that huge cock and balls. <laughs> well, okay. Well, um, to answer your question, barely. All right, that makes sense. So if I need help with a word, can you help me? <laughs> I can help you. And He's, try and try not to look at the uh, questions other than the one you're reading. So you're. You're really just, you know, we see that look of a of a child on Christmas morning of surprise and excitement and wonderment. It would be nice right. if he folded the paper so I couldn't see him. But Here, and just, yeah. we're not there yet on the show. We're just saying. I will say that uh, being that this is my first time listening, uh, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of the show. 
You guys are doing a great job. Oh, great, and great. I'm sorry what I said an hour ago about not listening. Yeah, it's, it's you know, once you get a little taste, people have likened the show to a heroin addiction. <laughs> it's just once you, once you hop on once that you brown get a taste, sugar. You're chasing the dragon the rest of your life. You sure it's not the first time you tried it could kill you? <laughs> you might want to die. The white knight. All right, so there's, always there's a little bit of room here in the cabin for fans. So all we the listeners out there, that's true. We, we can have, have a, a live audience, audience. yeah, a, a live audience. Well, I think and like sometimes people clap on the, you know, or give like a little shout out. I don't know which button that is. <laughs> Just push one of them. <laughs> Yeah, we've got a gallery. I mean, there's some people, you know, maybe 40, 50 strong, but. Sometimes Babu Brunetti shows up. I think it also would be nice if, like, guests popped in. Oh, hey, listen to that. Holy shit. You wouldn't believe it just walked in. It's Fran (laughs) Tarkenden. It's Lindsey Buckingham. Lindsey! What the hell are you doing? Were you in my backyard? <laughs> you slimy son of a bitch. Why? Get down here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that that would be good. It'd give it. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I like that. That's a good Let's idea. Keep... It's a good thought. Fans. We'd have to if, if we get some fans, well, we will definitely keep them. All right. All right. So, that sound means it's time for five questions. All right. Number one. What is the Baldwin Wallace mascot? Oh, well, that's an easy one. You should know that. I think we all know that. No, but what what should it be? What should it be? Let's go with what should it be. There you go. Um, Probably, Shane, take this one. I, let, me, let me think. I don't know. This just popped in my head, so go with it. Hairless rooster. <laughs> rooster with no feathers. <laughs> you know they're not hair, right? It's I, I caught myself. Huh? Rooster with no feathers. Uh, specifically, I have my feathers number for such an occasion. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Rooster Cogburn would get would get blown up. No, oh, and I like that the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, and he said. <laughs> I, was, no, I, said, I said, pay attention, boy. I said, I specifically had my feathers numbered for such an occasion. <laughs> it sounds like the guy from Colonel Angus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you remember Rooster Cockburn, yeah. right? What was the name of the rooster? Am I not rooster saying no, it? wasn't Rooster Cockburn. It was like no, some, it was something uh, else. Well, I don't know what it was, but God. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can picture it. Yeah. So hairless rooster. Hairless rooster. I I was gonna say just because the I just the brown stands out in my mind. The Baldwin Wallace wet farts. <laughs> <laughs> it is. A, yeah, the, it's not. It's it, not the best color scheme. It, I, I, it is a wet fart brown. <laughs> that's what the the actual. It's the Sherwin Williams color. The Sherwin Williams color is wet fart wet brown. That's the uh, mag, that's the Chip and Joanna Gaines Magnolia brand. Uh, the wet, wet fart. fart. <laughs> I'm looking for kind of. Uh, I'm looking. <laughs> Not a chocolatey, but not really, not a tan. I don't. I mean, I don't want like just a fart. You know, I want something with some texture. Too much wing, not too solid. Too much wings in there. Too much wings. Something more solid. Spent the afternoon at BW3s eating Atomics, and then just this is what it looks like coming out. Perfect. That's it. I'll take that swatch. Is it wet fart brown and dehydrated yellow uh, urine? (laughs) That's right. Yeah. School colors. (laughs) Wow. Special. Jeez, those are some tough ones to uh, come back to. I don't know. Uh, maybe just because it's so close to the airport, like the suitcases. 
BW suitcases. The luggage like we're, just, we're just trying to get the luggage fuck out not, of town. Not because it's so close to the airport, because it's the best university near the airport. True. I mean, you can't just. True. That's. I think that they do now, have that. Now, you do pissed, have that now you've pissed me off. <laughs> the, the Baldwin Wallace layovers. <laughs> I mean, if you're going from Tri C to Lorraine County Community College, like you can just stop over. <laughs> your, your your scoreboard would say instead of home and away departures arrivals. <laughs> Speaking of scoreboard, it's the uh, Jim Trestle Field. Is that is that when you converted from Notre Dame to Ohio State during the, no, Trus- that, the Trestle era? Was it, Trestle's a BW guy? Well, well yeah, Youngstown no, State. It was guy. before that. His dad was a BW guy. His yeah. dad was the coach there for yeah, a national championship in the late seventies. Lee Trussell. Yeah. I remember my hearing stories that my aunt's boyfriend at the time was like the starting whiteout for that team, and I said like he, you know, I, I got. I remember seeing his old, <laughs> his old, uh, whatever. Who no one fucking cares. <laughs> <laughs> so, his, his dad, <laughs> if his dad was a BW guy, guy, it sounds like your aunt might be a BBC girl. <laughs> Next question. Let's move on. <laughs> exciting. I'm glad that you changed the format so that I can't see. Yeah. Have you ever considered changing your name? Your, your my name. Yeah, but I didn't write the oh, to Funyun. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Go to, go to Sorry, the, I forgot to. No, have you ever considered changing your name to Funyun? Now, re- listeners, remember his last name is Runyon. <laughs> So I it's just, not that big of a change. It's not a big jump, but you have some other options there, Onion. Yeah, but I mean, Funyun, you know, it kind of it tells a story. It paints a picture of fun. And I think what you're trying to do at Vineyard Woods now is create create a fun environment for people to really enjoy their time. So I think, think Funyun would be an easy transition. How I don't about, know how your family feels about it, but... I'm going to just throw this out there. You don't like it. You throw it right back. <laughs> Funyun Manor. <laughs> Bankrupt. <laughs> okay. So yeah. you don't want me as your marketing director anymore? Yeah, that's that's bankrupt. That's that's Skid Row. Sun, Sunday Funyun. Yellow and green Sunday scheme. Funyun. Right. Sunday Funyun. I mean, and who doesn't like Funyuns? Yeah. I like, a, I like a Funyun. I when like was the last time any of you ate a Funyun? It's been a while. It's been a minute, but it's the last. Uh, when's the last time I had a Yoohoo? I still love them. Yeah, you can still love something and not <laughs> partake. Right. Fair I point. Love, Fair I point. Love, I love Yoohoo. Ain't nothing sweeter than Yoohoo. No, no, it's not. There is a, uh, my dad's obviously name is Runyon, uh, and there was a, uh, another teacher, his name was Mr. Onion. (laughs) Swear to God. So when they would see each other in the hall, they'd be like, Brother Onion, Brother Onion. Because if if you say it fast enough at all. No, we follow. uh, Well, I don't know if the listeners will. (laughs) I can't can't tell if everybody's as quick as you. Tell it, say it again slow for the BW. Brother Onion, Brother (laughs) Onion. So actually, my wife and I were just talking about that because she's Changing your guy's name to Funyun? Well, she's a teacher, and every year she gets a new class. She's a fourth grader, and everybody is... Onion Runyon. Did you know your name rhymes with onion? <laughs> yes, I, I do know that. Oh my God, that's news to me. Uh, amazing. Great, great. All right. Now, okay, next question. What is your favorite grape? Oh, grape ape. Um, you kind of went on a tear there. And you mentioned a wine I've never heard about before. Um, the Gorsta Minor? Yeah. Sweet German white. Mm, 
Yeah, I've never heard of that before. Ryan, my dad, my dad likes well, it. That's how I know because well, he if likes. Ne- if you've never heard of it, I mean, I mean, you're, you're basically a venter, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what what grape is that made out of? That's the grape. That's the grape. All right. I'm going to say that one. <laughs> I think you like the the reds more than you like the whites, and I'm going to say a Pinot Noir. That's my guess. That the, you na- that's the grape is a peanut nor? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and ironically, there's no peanuts made in the growing of those. Yeah, it might even be an English word. <laughs> yeah, I I'm sure. I think I'm saying that right, peanut nor. Yeah, that in Versailles. <laughs> Versailles, sons of bitches. Uh, I'll just go with, I mean, I'm struggling because I don't know if it's one that you grow or if you're just in general from being a Napa. But maybe from being a Napa, uh, just a, a good Cabernet. You can go ahead and answer this one, Scott. It's funny. I'm, I'm on record as saying alcohol-wise. <clears throat> and let's let's be clear. There's really no alcohol that you don't enjoy. Well, or a record. That's what I'm about to Or a say. record that will show this. <laughs> Bush, Bush Original, not Bush Light. I can drink Bush Light. Bush Original and Champagne are really the only two things I don't like. So it's tough to say which grape I like because I like them all. So there's not, not one that stands out. Mm-mm. All of the above. He's a lover of all grapes, mm-hmm. fans. Wait, That's wait. good. You differentiate. You like Bush Light, but not Bush. I don't like Bush Light. It's well, tolerable. No, I mean, <laughs> and kind of like Yoohoo and uh, uh, Funyuns, I haven't had a Bush Original in a long time, but I just remember I didn't like it. But fair enough. It's, but not, I, a, it's not a beer that's meant to be liked, though. I think it's just. <laughs> no. But I could drink. It's meant to be drunk. I could drink anything, right? So. Natty Light was my beer in, in college. Natty Ice when you oh. wanted to get more drunk, and then Ooh. Ice House when you wanted to die. Yeah. So like, like before IPAs and taste buds got destroyed, you know, Natty, <laughs> when Natty taste Light, buds were still a thing. <laughs> so Natty Light is delicious, right? So Bush Regular was not. So which grape? I don't know. No. Well, I guess yeah, I guess he'll just all the above. And I don't all know the above. The all cover- above, and I don't know. All right, next question. What is the weirdest place you've ever pooped? <laughs> well, being from the Beulah, the Beulah. I feel like this could gonna be, be a that's real gonna be its own podcast. It could be a real wide variety of spots. I'm going to say like jeez. Somewhere outside, hopefully. Or no, you know, maybe it's like a a washing machine. Do you ever poop in a? I don't know, I'm saying a washing machine. Good. Wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That gets and, and, but thing. but it's not one that's like was hooked up and used. It was just one that was like on the side of some in someone's front yard. You think a top loader or a front loader? No, top loader. Top and loader someone's front yard. loader. You'd have to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Visually, yeah, like, we don't need it's to go somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere. You can do it. It's somewhere. <laughs> it's possible. In top loader front yard South County. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, what I'm that very specific like, wow sounds like it might have happened <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say uh, in Lake Erie mm. little, little brown wouldn't be the just, first just just uh, it's, it's uh, fresh water yeah <laughs> well it was we just stocked the pond with some brown trout that's all I'm gonna go with I, I, I've been through Asher Buell a lot there's not a lot of sidewalks in neighborhoods is there any anywhere hmm there's not a plethora. But there's, drain, but there's probably a lot of drainage ditches, and you know, 
right off the road. I'm going to see the drainage ditch right next to the road from somebody's house. Hmm. We'd like you to maybe shed some light on this, Scott. <laughs> All right. So the weirdest. Sorry, I got locked and loaded. I mean, there's... everyone has that story. I mean, there's there's a, there's a lot there's a lot of them, but I'll just go with this one. Um, you could just say your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's the weirdest. A boring, like, that's... that's a boring story. Been um, there, done that. Yeah. Uh, so we're playing in a baseball game at Menor. How old are you? I'm uh, 17. Mm. and uh, Legion D- District Final. Very important game for Legion Baseball, if anybody's ever played Legion Baseball. Shane, nice work. Yep, Shane's been there, so he knows that if you go down, you go down to Athens if you win the game. So uh, I was playing right field that year, but our first baseman was not there. I played first base in right, right field, so I'm playing first base. Something didn't agree with me. <clears throat> And, <laughs> and it wasn't the umpire. Legion baseballs, <laughs> Legion, Legion baseballs, very weird in that they had very strict, like old school baseball rules. Do you remember that? It was yeah. like nine innings. It was like no reentry, right? Like so, <clears throat> they emulated baseball back in the day, where all these other no base- pepper games, <laughs> no pepper games. <laughs> so I, I want to say it's like the fourth inning. And I realize I'm about to poop my pants. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, oh, strike this motherfucker out. <laughs> Get off the field. So I'm, uh, I come in to hit, like, well, our, our team's hitting. And I say to my buddy, I'm like, there's, there's no porta potties around and there's no reentry. And I'm already subbing for the first baseman. It's a nine so you're on the game. hook. You're on the hook. For like, I can't, I can't, I can't not play right now. <laughs> Right, so I say to my buddy, I'm like, "Get me something. I'm gonna have to poop in the woods." There's a, it's at Menor High School. They didn't, you know, on the as you drive into Menor High School on the right there, those woods. This is where this is taking place. And there's not, they're not real deep. There's houses on the other side. Uh, that was part of my story. You just ruined it. <laughs> oh, sorry, okay. you yeah, just right. ruined it, Shane. Oh, great, Shane. I mean, Shane knows the. Shane ex- knows exactly where I'm pooping. <laughs> well, my my son goes to Menor High School. Okay, All okay. Right. So. um I say to him, and this happens to be the guy that I talked about earlier. That's that's the uh, Tiger Woods of Vineyard Woods, right? <clears throat> my m- minority partner. I'm the so, Tiger Woods of the Cuddyweight Podcast. <laughs> so, but so, go ahead. So, I say to him, he's not pitch. He's a pitcher. He's not pitching. I go get me something ready because I gotta go. So I go out in the field, and I am squatting. Like I'm, I'm, I'm first baseman. I'm squatting. I almost pull myself out of the game. <laughs> Inning ends, and I run in. I grab. I like, give me what you got. And what he had done is, we had nothing. It's soft. a rosin bag. <laughs> <laughs> he had taken athletic tape and made like patties, right? Like so, so like back and forth, like the size of your hand. So I have like four patties of athletic tape and he hands them to me and I'm like, that's what I got. So I go into the woods, which is in somebody's backyard and I'm leaning against the tree and half of it goes on the ground and half of it goes basically in my slider. thing. So I use the athletic tape. 
to do the best you could. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's not. It's it's, bad, it's as bad. It's unwinnable. It's it's as bad as you can imagine. Wiping with athletic time. <laughs> Was it the sticky side? <laughs> no. Well, that's how he he stuck it together I, I know, to the pad. Yeah, no, yeah. but it's a rough side. Huh. The there's, sticky side. There's no good side. There's no good side of athletic tape. <laughs> there was actually somebody walking in their backyard. And I'm like, if they turn around right now, like they're not going to be happy because I'm in full uniform. They're going to be like, it was number eight. I saw it clear as day. It wasn't a number two. It was an eight. What happened that day? The good news, uh, the good news was um, I made it the rest of the game without having to go back out in the woods. <laughs> I think we lost that game, so that was the. I guess that was. The it was a lose lose. There were no. There was a lot. There was a lot going on. So, I'm glad that you know exactly where I was, Shane. <laughs> yeah, and that you told the. We should build a little monument there. I'm, yeah, I'm the gonna, I'm gonna go ask, ask those folks if they remember that <laughs> they saw you. There's probably a really big tree that grew really well there. <laughs> well fertilized. <laughs> well, that's a good story, and uh, you like know what. One. I think everyone will appreciate that, especially during this holiday season. For sure. When they'll be overeating, and maybe their tummies feel a little grumbly. And, uh, <laughs> but just, just, you know, no athletic tape is what I think we all learned from that little Absolutely. tidbit. Number I, five. I think that you might need a entire podcast on poop stories. Bernard had some good ones, too, I think. Sure. All right, number five, last one. I can't read these words. Oh, what animal would you not fight to save your mother-in-law? <laughs> hmm. As I conceived this question, I thought there are some animals that just, you know, I you want nothing to do with. Uh, I got my answer. And you're, yeah, you're going to go into, you know, you may or may not get into it with it. And you might just say, yeah. no, hey, sorry about it. <laughs> I told you not to feed the damn bear. <laughs> I see. I don't, Scott. I don't know how well and how good your relationship is with your mother-in-law. I don't know you that well, so it's hard for me to say if it could be like a kitten or like a, a lion. You know, um, get away I'm, from Grandma, <laughs> kitten. I'm probably just gonna go somewhere down the middle of the road, like a. Uh, I was gonna say a Gaudi, but, <laughs> but no, I would not. That's no. You don't want a piece of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say a Gaudi. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a it's a very little known animal that may or may not even exist. From a, Light, we, likely a raccoon, right? When we finally get our listenership up and we start to sell some merch, we're gonna have a Gaudi shirt. Yeah, we'll have to get. What was the guy's name? It'll just be a question mark. <laughs> Gaudi. Image not found. <laughs> The guy's name? I don't know. Oh, can I ask you another question? <laughs> How? What? What's your appropriate level of interaction with a client at your B at your B and B? What's like creepy? Like personal contact? Yeah. What would? What's overboard in your opinion? I, I try to <clears throat> wave at him from a distance, say, "Hey, how do you like it?" And mm -hmm. I try to like leave him alone. Okay. Because I don't know why. Which like, I think is appropriate. <laughs> I think it's yeah, that's about right. I don't knock on the door and. Good. See what's going Good. on. Good. Our 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 you know our really hands on loyal listeners will appreciate that story. Yeah. Anywho, anywho. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we had a run in with a <laughs> with an Airbnb owner owner that was very hands on, solid, <laughs> and uh, present almost all the time. A little too much. Yeah. Very wanted to <laughs> really. Yeah. It was kind of it was kind of awkward. Yeah. Anyway. I don't hang out with them. 
Um, I haven't been invited yet, but <laughs> they haven't listened to me on well, the this podcast. Guy, this though. this guy like invited us to do things <laughs> with him, <laughs> which wasn't really. Was it his house? No, or, or, no. Like it was a, a house he had built uh, allegedly, and uh, he lived in. <laughs> Like his van across the drive. <laughs> it, was a, it was a long story, but um, yeah, he was uh, very handsome. I think he wanted friends. And uh, like the one night we were going to get beer, and he's like, where are you guys going? <laughs> like, first of all, it's none of your fucking business where we're going. Because <laughs> yeah. we're on vacation, <laughs> on a fishing trip. And uh, he's like, oh, we're going to get, I'm going to get beer. He's like, well, you don't need beer. Like, I got a case full of Bush regular right here. Like, uh, that's one of my no's. Yeah. Bush it, was heavy. A, it was a hard no. Bush heavy. Like, you know what? We're just going to go into town for the heck of it anyway. Yeah, I can tell you what. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what do you think, Mike? What animal? Uh, I'd say... Ooh, tough one. I mean, I'd I'd go to bat with a bear. I I you know not hand to hand, but I you know well, what's actually I'd, with a bat. I'd like get in front have, of the you know show him the big man with my arms up and, oh, and yell. Quick and question: <clears throat> Black bear or brown bear? One of which you hide, and one of which you act big. Which, which is which? Whichever one. No, no, no. But you need to know is less lethal. Is the one. Did you I would know approach. that that is a thing? So black bear, brown bear. One of which you are supposed to act big, and one you're supposed to hide. I think the, the I never grizzly, know the answer, and it's always gonna, I think it's going to come back and bite me. One black of these bear, days, it might. I think black bear you hide, brown bear you just try to be as big as you can because that's your only defense. Otherwise, they're just going to fuck you up. Yeah, I think it's I think it's opposite. No. All right. Well, somebody look it up later. Google that, guys. <clears throat> I, I would say um, I'm thinking I, I don't want to be in the water to save you, save anybody. So like a, a shark. Mm. Has has a hold of somebody like I'm not jumping in there. Sorry. He's punching him in the nose, right? He said uh, the question was animal. That's an animal. Uh, I don't think a shark's an animal, is it? It's not a mammal. It's a fish. It's a mammal. Shark. Well, it's I think an I think animal. animal would include any creature, yeah, not any human. Creature. Yeah. Gaudi included. Well, we're not even <laughs> we're sure. Ga- we're not even sure huh. Gaudi's an animal. An animal. <laughs> this guy went to BW. He doesn't animal. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously We've never already. studied animals at BW. Yeah, I mean, Jim, we took a couple. Wait, did you go to BW or you just hung out at B Dubs a lot? <laughs> B Dubs. <laughs> Jim, remember those physics classes we took in the science science building? <laughs> About sharks, the shark class. We learned nothing. It was shark, shark no, class. I remember watching Shark Week once. It was Doctor Fish. It was Dr. Fish. Yeah, I don't know if he was the actual real teacher. I think he just showed up. He was a custodian, and somehow, like, no one knew about it. He liked coming to wrestling matches. <laughs> but you might be right. All right, we got to hear your answer now. Chimpanzee. <laughs> Chim- I mean, have wow. you ever seen a chimpanzee when oh. he's mad? Yeah, I've, I've seen him like rip fenders off cars. And like so, a bear. A, a bear. Yeah, I saw Clint Eastwood fight him in all the <laughs> any which way but loose. A, a bear yeah. is just huge. Like it'd probably be, it'd probably just be like a quick death, like a huge like eight hundred pounds on you. A chimpanzee would probably rip every single. Yeah, like, they're nasty. Yeah, so I've that, heard. I've heard they can be nasty. I mean, they, they'll rip people's faces right. up, and just for fun. Yeah. And so I'm just, I also tried to imagine the scenario that would get us into this with our mother-in-laws, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. You're at your, get away you're from at the, the zoo ship. with your mother-in-law. All the cages break, and next thing you know, that's the only scenario where I think this would even happen. Nope, nope, nope. Yes. Nope, nope. <laughs> sea otters, not today. I. This is where I make my stand. Here's my line in the sand in front of the starfish. And the koalas. <laughs> and the koala bears. 
Here's some eucalyptus. Get off my scent. All right. All right. Well, that's, that's funny stuff. Well, thanks, Scott. Yeah, thanks no, for thanks, coming. Thanks for having me. This is nice the best, best night of my life. Wow. <laughs> you're not the first person. Well, yeah, actually, you're the first person to ever say that, but <laughs> it still feels good, you know? Best night of my life. I don't know what that says about the rest of your life, but... <laughs> you <laughs> you got to get, get you somewhere. You got to get you somewhere other than the well for karaoke night. You heard it, listeners. If you send us an email, you'll be our next guest. <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed guaranteed we will send a limo to your house or one of us will pick you up yeah absolutely Let, yeah let's make yeah whoever sends us the first email <laughs> what's the email the again guest, Mike? and we, uh we'll pay for an uber within five miles it's actually cutting weight at outlook.com but you could try clownpenis.fart cutting weight at clownpenis.fart.com for slash or foreskin <laughs> no all right let's let's put an end to this let's put scott out of his misery scott thanks for coming to cutting weight cabin bbc